Welcome to the Plant Witch Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? presenting themselves in my work. Clients coming with similar questions, similar imbalances. Sometimes those themes seem to align to the season that we're in or a collective trauma that we're processing or a mass response to a toxic idea that's rippling its way through the collective mind. Currently, and for the past year, one of the themes I've been seeing so frequently is this theme of unbalanced or imbalanced female menstrual cycle. along with an ability to unwind, a tightly wound nervous system. And when I say female, I mean womb-bearing, physical womb-bearing. Last week I talked about all beings having an energetic womb, but this week I mean folks who have a a womb that bleeds or ovaries that release hormones. And that generally is the population I work with. I have not had much experience working with men outside of my own family. And I could go into reasons why I think that's the case, but I'll stick to the topic at hand. When I work with a client these days, I start by taking about an hour and a half, sometimes just an hour, sometimes two hours, to deeply listen to the experience of the person sitting with me. We move through the five elements together, what's going on in the watery nature of the emotions, what's going on in the swirling thoughts of the mind, what's going on in the physical prowess of the earth of the body. And we just move through the map, covering the terrain together as much as we can in those few short hours together. And then I take that back to the land here where I live, like a story. And I walk the land and I tell the story 
of this person who I've sat with, what they're feeling, what's going on for them. And I listen for the response of the ecosystem of this place. Sometimes it's the call of a blue jay, sometimes it's the scent of cedar, sometimes it's a thought that bubbles up from deep inside my belly. But always there is some sort of response from this place, some sort of nudge or guidance or answer that's offered. And after a few days of walking and telling the story and listening and meditating and researching in my herbalism books and pulling some cards, I come back to my client with a video that I send that is sort of the story of what I've heard from the land, from my research, what I think or feel or intuit might be something helpful for them. And as I've been walking and talking to the land and listening regarding these two particular recurring themes of hormones out of balance and nervous systems tightly coiled, I've been gathering a teaching from the land in response. Our hormones are released from the glandular system of our body, which is intimately linked to the energetic system of our body. Each of the chakras is connected to a glandular system. And so the health of our energetic body is reflected in the health of our endocrine body or our glandular body, which is reflected in the health of our hormone dance. And so most often when womb bearing people are talking with me about the balance of their hormones, they're talking with me about premenstrual symptoms, heavy periods, irregular periods. And so those, those sets of hormones are governed by the ovaries, the hypothalamus and the pituitary. These glands are connected to the second chakra, the third eye chakra, and the crown chakra. you follow the Eastern chakra system and the indigenous Celtic energy system. There are three cauldrons, one in the pelvis, one in the belly and one in the head. And so the synchronization of the pelvis and the head lead to hormone balance. It's the same message from the Eastern Ayurvedic chakra system. 
So to balance our hormones, we are balancing the pelvis, the grail of the pelvis and the mind, the grail of the nervous system, the torch of the mind. So in the pelvis, we have this sort of sacred chalice or sacred well of life force. And in the head, we have this sort of fire brazier of insight and intellect and creative thought. And the dance or walk of the hormone balance is synchronizing those two vessels, that they are both upright, both filled with liquid and light. How do we do that? Well, there are certainly a lot of influences in our modern lives that make that difficult. Physical and practical influences like chemicals in our water, our food, our air and our soil that disrupt those hormone signals in the body by binding themselves to receptors and sending signals that hormones are present when they actually are not. We also are immersed in artificial light, which impedes our brain's sensitivity to the light of the moon and the sun and the stars, which has guided our hormone cycle for millions of years. And just in the past hundred years, we've introduced artificial light, which has, in my view, been a major disruptor of the dance of the hormones within the body. We also have the lack of nutrients in our diet to support healthy hormone production inside our body. We could be lacking amino acids, minerals, healthy fats, and those deficiencies and and excesses of other kinds of foods disturb that balance as well. But rather than go into all of that physiology, which there are lots of places you can get that information out there, I really want to sit with the messages I've been receiving here. And the messages I've been receiving are about rhythm, literally dancing. I keep getting images of dance, dancing in circles, dancing around fires, dancing under the stars, dancing to drumming, that there is something regulating to the hormone system that comes from rhythmic movement and rhythmic sound, that dance and drumming and singing, chanting, it creates a pulse inside the body that synchronizes and harmonizes the glandular system to allow for 
more unity, more coherence, a stronger allegiance in all the parts of the body to the whole of the body in connection to the mind. A tightly coiled nervous system that is predominantly producing stress hormones creates a frozenness in our fascia and holding patterns in our posture. The shoulder girdles begin to lose their range of motion. The neck begins to lose its curvature or it begins to curve in the opposite curvature. The hips become tight and immobile. The band of muscle that leaves the shoulders moves up through the neck and wraps behind the ears, begins to freeze in place. All of this is to guard and protect the vulnerable places in our bodies, the places where arteries come to the surface. We create this musculature shield around our carotid arteries in the neck, around the heart in the chest. We fold the shoulders in, we fold the chin down, guarding the chest where the heart and lungs are. We tighten the hips to create a musculature shield around the inguinal arteries and veins. We are trying to survive and our body creates a shield out of its own tissues to protect us. That becomes the priority. Our mind is convinced that a threat, a life shortening, challenging threat is looming at any moment. And so bodies that are made to dance and to gather berries and to swim in the ocean and to climb mountains are now using that life force energy to create a shield of muscle around our most vulnerable places to protect us from imaginary threats and sometimes real threats. The land keeps showing me that these bodies are meant to dance and that the land receives some blessing, some calibration and coherence from the rhythmic footfall of dancing human feet. It is a partnership. There is mutual benefit almost as if the footfall of human feet offers some kind of acupressure or message to the earth herself so that she can collaborate with us. That the rhythm of drumming and the sound of human voices chanting does something for the earth herself. Just as the Rhythmic footfall of our own dancing harmonizes the glandular system of our body. That communal dancing, singing, drumming, 
harmonizes our bodies with the body of the earth herself so that we can be collaborators. And when we are dancing and when we're singing, we are discharging our armor. Our bodies are putting down the armor and we are moving prana. We are moving chi or shakti or nivra, whatever your cosmology calls life force. We're moving it throughout the body, enlivening the body, sending messages of breath and life throughout the system and into the world around us and into the others with us. So many of us have forgotten how to dance. We're ashamed to dance. We feel like our bodies aren't made for dancing. We don't have a dancer's body. Maybe it hurts our bodies to dance. Maybe we can't feel music in a way that makes our dance look right in our minds. We can tell ourselves so many stories about why we can't dance. Everybody else should dance, but not me. I can't dance, not me. And for a long time, that's how I felt. So I just danced in the shower or while I was cleaning. And then I started dancing in Kundalini yoga. And then I started going to ecstatic dance events. And I learned that my body can dance with other people and that most people were dancing with their eyes closed anyway. And if anyone was more focused on my dancing than their own, then they had lost their dance. And I found a freedom. And then I lost it again. And now I'm back to dancing in the shower. But I hope to find a community to dance with again soon. The land just keeps showing me this image over and over and over of dancing feet, dancing humans, singing humans, drumming humans. This land I live on is the unceded land of the Susquehannock, the Haudenosaunee, the Shawnee, This land expects song and dance. It's received communication in that way for thousands of years and only in the past 300 have these lands fallen silent of dancing and drumming and song. If you would like to go deeper into your own menstrual cycle or your own hormone cycle and you are a womb-bearing person, I highly recommend the book Wild Power by Alexandra Pope and Shawnee Wurlitzer. I'll have a link to it in the description of this podcast. 
they are the founders of the Red School, a program that I found deeply healing in my own journey to balance my hormones. They also recently came out with a new book called Wise Power. For those of us who are transitioning into the phase of life where we no longer release our blood through menstruation, but we hold our blood within us for wisdom and we become the elder and the crone. This orchestra, this symphony of hormones within the womb-bearing body connects us to the moon and her cycles, connects us to the earth, connects us to each other. It is a sacred dance. And as the feminine power of this planet rises again, the power of yin, the power of nurturing and slowness that is not connected to woman only, but is connected to the moon and dusk and the winter, as that power rises again on this planet out of millennia of suppression and demonization, remembering the wisdom and the beauty and the power and the purpose of this dance of the pelvis and the fire brazier of the mind is part of being the water bearer and the torch bearer of a new way forward. May we rejoin the dance joyfully and in community and find balance within our own bodies and minds once again. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook, The Rebel Herbalist.